With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast. I'm joined as ever by my co-host and townswoman skipper Blue Wilson. Blue, the dust has settled. The quarterfinals game is now done and over. Um, a defeat, but how proud are we of this team and your teammates? Um, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me as ever. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Um, recover. I think I've recovered from Sunday. Um, in terms of what day that was, it was just it was crazy, crazy day. Um, came away with it feeling very, very happy. Actually, very proud. But also, there was a part of me which I know I've spoken to Joe about, which uh, I kind of was like, you know, if we could have, we could have done better. We could have, we could have challenged them a bit more. Um, so, but overall, feeling really proud. Um, I mean, one nil against a Super League club who are having the season of their, their best season of their history um, is just insane. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, what a day. What about you? How are you doing? Yeah, still buzzing from it. As I said, we we waited a few days so the dust could set a little bit after the game. Everyone sort of just recover from the day itself. But um, yeah, it was that, that's the word I'm using a lot. It's just proud of the team and, and the staff and just everyone a part of the Chitano Women's setup. It's just it's fantastic. And yeah. um with a, a guest, a special guest this week, um, and it is good old Maddie Biggs. Big Z, um, Blue, I'll let you intro her a little bit more. And uh, Stryker Ego a little bit more, but um, it's great to have her on the show. Yeah, of course. We've had quite a few people make their 50th appearance uh, this season, especially recently. We had Laugh on Sunday, but hopefully on Sunday um, coming up against Plymouth, Maddie will make her 50th appearance. So exciting times. Another young, exciting player. Team is full of them. So welcome, Maddie. How are you doing after Sunday? Thank you for having me. I'm marvellous. Um, no, it was good. It was a really good experience for everyone. I think no matter the score, the fact that we can now we say that we face two WSL teams, two top WSL teams, is something that we won't, we definitely won't forget. Definitely, and um, we're going to talk about the game in depth. Um, let's begin with just the build-up to the game. Of course, all week, all the players were preparing. All the staff were repairing. We all knew it was going to be on telly. We know the cameras are all going to be about. We know there's going to be 2,000 in attendance. Um, how are you feeling, Maddie, building up to the game? And what was your feeling like when you got to the Gold Star ground and seeing, I think, when when I came, there was there was lining up. Fans were still they were lining up at the time. The, like, the week leading up, I wasn't actually nervous. And then it was like, maybe like Saturday daytime, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, I was thinking, when we're actually playing West Ham tomorrow, like, it's actually happening. Like, we're on TV, there's going to be 2,000 people in the, in the crowd, God knows how many watching. So it was just a bit like, wow, like a bit of a reality check. But I was like, it was like nervous, excited. So it was, it was good. 
and you just we didn't in throughout the week we didn't really like speak about her a lot did we blue like it was yeah. just kind of like oh we'll focus on the game that we've just played and then we'll just do a bit of training and then we'll just get to West Ham so it wasn't I don't think it was very like West Ham West Ham West Ham but it was still like a bit West Ham at the same time it, yeah, it was think, um... yeah it was definitely a difference from the prep from City I'd say um, I remember prepping for City was quite a big deal. The media was, I guess it was the first time we'd really been hit by a whole load of media. Um, so everything was, I remember it being a whirlwind because it was Man City. And maybe that, the name and the fact they were top of the WSL and they won it various times, maybe had a slight influence on that. But this time it was a lot more composure in the in the prep, I think. Um and again, I'm, I mean, both times there was a lot of belief. I think no player playing on Sunday didn't believe we could win the game. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, and I think this, the cut run was a bit went a bit under the radar a little bit yeah. because because um, we're focus is on the league, but then mm. we were getting to progressing each round at each round. Then we play Southampton in the last sixteen. We're like, we're now in the quarterfinals. We're now two games away to. To the Wembley, it was it was crazy, um, but no, I think that was a good idea. That just the build up to the game, it was just focused, do normal stuff in training. Joe and all the staff just preparing for the next game. I know it's West Ham, I know it's quarterfinals of the FA Cup, but you're just preparing like a normal game as you would do. Um, Blue, unfortunately, it's a bit different for you. Um, building up to the game, you're just doing your rehab and you know looking forward to seeing all your teammates play their heart out um, against West Ham, but. How are you feeling? You know, I know I saw you pitch sides before the game. You know, we're looking around, fans pouring in, uh, TV cameras about. How are you feeling? Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing to see that that many people watching us um, and also reward the hardcore fans who have been there every week, wherever we are in the, in the country. I know I saw a tweet of how they've calculated how many miles they've covered and it's just insanity. It's absolutely insane. Um, so it was a re- reward for, for, for them, really. Um, but yeah, I think it was the first time I felt a bit like, like properly, like I really, really wish I was playing today. Like, there's obviously been times where I was like, oh yeah, I really want to be playing. But that one was the big one. I love a big crowd playing in front of. But um, there'll be other opportunities and the overall feeling of being proud of the team and the proud of the performance and how far we've come from two years ago overrided that massively um I, I was so pleased for everyone I was pleased for I think everyone everyone re- did really well and rose to the occasion it just wasn't a shame that we couldn't just hold out a little bit more and y- you never know but I mean I, look, I looked at stats on BBC Sport and I don't know how reliable these are um but I said we had 41% possession which I thought was actually quite decent uh, watching the game so I don't know where they put that, those stats from, whether they're 100% reliable. But I mean, it's not it's not bad. Um, but yeah, it's a learning opportunity. We'll definitely take from that and grow. And hopefully, the next time we come up against a WSL opposition, we can turn it into a positive result. Yeah, we always will look back at the Man City game, and that was the the game where we need to go. Let's let's do better, and um, well, we we prove we can step up against the WSL side and prove that we we do belong there and plan against a you know a team full of internationals. Of course, the the player that scored the goal, she's a Scottish international. Am I right? Yeah, yeah right. That's, that's right. On loan from Arsenal. 
Yeah. One from Arsenal. She scored the goal. Um, Maddie, you were on the bench at the time, um, but what was the mood like on the bench and just watching your teammates play their hearts out, defended so well, so strongly. Sarah made a few good saves, of course, um, but they just uh, just, just got through, didn't they? And it was a good finish from, from Evans. I think every game, like whoever's on the bench, we like, we just kind of like shout, like just, we just shout things at them. And whether they listen to us or not, is a different story, but we just kind of shout. We did, we like, we got like, oh, well done, AG, or, you know, well done, EK, stuff like that. But we just tend to like shout stuff at them and just like shout at the ref, shout at the lino, and just stand up when we're like in our, the opposed, the opposition's half. We stand up because we think we're going to score. And it's just like a lot of standing up and sitting down and chasing and just shouting. But you, West Ham was different because. It was the same, but it was different to an extent because we were one nil down and it was against West Ham. So we were on TV as well, so we had to kind of compose ourselves. Like before the game, I was like saying to like Kyra and stuff like, I'm, I'm going to have to be quiet. Like we're all going to have to be quiet because we sometimes on the bench, we give like people grief. So we're going to have to be quiet because we don't know when the, the camera's going to be on us, where the mics are. So it's just very like, be composed. Still, you know, shout a little bit, you know, be like encouraging, but behave ourselves at the same time. Definitely. I know that there's a few times they do pan, don't they? They pan to the bench, like, yeah. you know, and talk if they've got a stat or something, they zoom into Joe and or they zoom into a certain player. Um, and that's what they do. So, yeah, you have to be a little bit, just a little bit good, just in case you, you are at the moment, they catch you at the wrong moment, you're about to say a naughty word or something yeah. like that. Um, but, Blue, West Ham, they are a very good side. And to be honest, they did control the game, um, yeah. but as we said, look how far we've come and how the, the progress we've made since the Man City game. Um, we already said, you know, we did defenders strong. In the final third, they didn't really test us that much. Um, as I said, they had a few chances. Um, but what, what did you like from the first half and um, just how strongly we defended was just, superb, as always, we, we always can rely on Liv, Paige, um, Laffey and even Summer Hughes, you know, running our heart out as always. And of course, Anna, unfortunately, she had to come off at half time, but she did all right as well. I think the back six had an unbelievable game, actually. Um, Sarah, yeah, just all of them, all of them thought Summer Hughes was excellent. Paige, um, Laff in particular. Um so after the first half, I've watched the goal back quite a few times. It's oh so annoying, such an annoying goal, um, just a lapse. But I, I, West Ham in possession, their rotations. I was looking at the midfield in particular. Their rotations in midfield are, are incredibly hard to play against. Um, and I think in the Super League this season, it's it's been working wonders for them. Um, but you know we dealt with it okay. Um, I think they were they were quite wide in their midfield, so I did feel for Kyra and Bonnie because they covered some miles. They really covered some miles, so I did feel for them. Um, but I think ultimately West Ham did control the game. They dominated the game, but there wasn't really a time where I thought, "Oh, we're going to get battered here," because, um, like you said, the the final third entries weren't dangerous. It seemed under control, to be honest. Um, so we, although they dominated, we had an element of control over that. I think if looking back, if we could have been a bit more relaxed in possession, kept it a bit longer, um, just to slow the game down and allow us to get a bit of a respite, you know, we might have created a bit a bit more. Um, but it's hard when you set up for a game against WSL opposition and you expect yourself to be out of possession and just defend for your lives. 
it's hard to then switch to in possession. That's really difficult. Um, so yeah, again, learning, 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 learning. So, but overall, defensively, thought we were great. Um, in possession, probably could have done better. Um, but I think we all know that. But overall, a great performance that we should be proud of and put what is on the map once again. Indeed, and just off the A one, I thought put a shift in. Um, I'm sure I remember you know bumping into a lot of you guys in the, Toby Carvery, and I was just asking, you know, everything alright, Kyra and Bonnie. I think they just knackered, weren't they? I think they yeah. just they put all their desire they can put in the game, and they're just just knackered after you know it has been a busy few months to be honest. We've had a lot of games, um, but Maddie, you know, you came on. Um, what did Joe sort of say to you? Um, what to do when you came on? You know, just to play your heart out as like everybody else, but um, anything else he sort of told you? He kind of just said to me and Brazil, obviously the camera at different times, but just kind of go at them for the last 20, 15 minutes, however long it was. Just go at their, their centre-backs, put some pressure on them. Don't let, I think it was string off, maybe the fall. Don't let her get it because she was just getting in and spraying it everywhere. But try not to let her get it and just go at them and just see what see what you can do. That was pretty much it. Yeah. What was that experience like? Yeah. What was that experience like, you know, coming on with 2000 fans in attendance and also they had the electronic board saying, you know, the numbers. Um, did you ever look at that quickly go? Here I am. I look, we're, we're looking at it when um, me and Boz were like, oh my God, like there's a board, like all the numbers are on the board. That's so cool. Um, when other players are coming on. But um, what your question was now, I'm talking. Um, 2000 fans, all that stuff. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, it was coming on to that. It's it's weird in a way because like you're not really thinking about the fans because you're now one nil down. You've got 15 minutes to go and you want to try and get a goal. So you kind of just like appreciate them as you're running on the pitch, and then you just kind of like forget. It kind of like goes quiet. Like you don't really realise they're there until you know something good happens or you know they're shouting something like oh do better or something like that. But no, it was. It's always difficult coming on to a game 15 minutes, 20 minutes towards the end because you have to really try and get into it. By the time you get into it, you've got no time left and the game's over. So you just have to adapt really quickly. Yeah. How do you how do you think you got on overall and um, how was it to play against another WSL side? I think I've done all right. It was obviously tough because all I was doing was basically just doggies. So it got quite tiring. I was like, and you can hear Joe going, come on, come on. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm really trying, but I'm so out of breath. Um, but no, it's, I thought I'd done all right. Obviously, it, I'd like to be on there a bit longer, but, you know, the, the state of the game, obviously, it's up to Joe. But no, it would have been nice to get a few more minutes, but I think I'd done all right with the time that I got. I think so too. And, and and Blue, you know, we've mentioned already 2,000 fans in attendance live on TV. We are, in, or all of you are inspiring to be, you know, the future generations. I always say the future Maddie Biggs, future Blue Wilsons, future Natasha Thomas. I'm sure there's a lot of young girls there, even just young lads as well. And these two sides are really good. And I've, I enjoyed watching play. And I'm sure hopefully we've inspired more people to come to games. Um, that's one thing we can come out of all this, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I one one thing coming away from Sunday in the West Ham game is I, I really hope our attendances increase. So like oh, we've got Plymouth at home, and we've got a lot of home games coming up. I just really hope we've we've gained a few more followers. Like okay, you know what this team might be earned somewhere. Um, that's what I've hoped this occasion has 
has inspired um, for kids to come back, um, for adults to come back, just to inspire as many people as we can um, and ultimately build the fan base. We'll always have our hard cause because they're, they're so committed, um, but it's building that around it, building some momentum. I think that is, that's key, but games like that are, are great for that, I think. I think so too. And um, any other notes from the game? I want to give a big shout out to, of course, good old Kieran, um, media officer. All the jobs he does, he, he, he did a lot of hard work yeah. preparing for this game, all the media, just everything. Um, and of course, shout out to the Felix Stowe staff as well. Um, they did fantastically and I'm sure they, they enjoyed their day seeing their football club live on TV. You know, it was, it was great just watching some of the highlights back and just seeing the goal star on BBC, on the beep. It, it was great. Um, but any other notes, Blue? before we get just, into the uh, Just uh, Savannah Flores' debut. Um, yeah. So obviously we announced her last week um, sort of on a dual agreement until the end of the season from Tottenham. Um, so she trained with us on Friday and then made, uh, made an appearance on Sunday. So a quick turnaround for her, um, but an exciting prospect, I think, coming up in the last few weeks of the season. Hopefully will give us a little bit of a boost. Yeah, it's a nice little distraction, I think, from the West Ham game. You know, um, we had the press conference on Friday, Joe and Paige, with all different journalists from all different media outsourced. And then um, an hour later, we were doing a pictures and interview with Silvana just to sort of have a little breather from the West Ham build-up. Um, but no, I thought she did all right when she came on. And uh, yeah, we've got a exciting prospect for the rest of few games. Um, Maddie, what have you thought of her so far? Do you know much about Silvana? Yeah, so I used to play with her in um, SXRTC way back when um but no yeah she's obviously been at Spurs so that's a good bit of experience for her to have to bring in to our team you know to like Lou said to boost up for the last few weeks of the season it'll be nice to have her there like a cool head like another Bonnie two Bonnies in midfield cool cool calm and collected in midfield definitely and uh, we're gonna have a lot of Mexican followers now by the way yes. um, and listeners um so yeah, it's um, it's exciting times. I know we've we've got a lot of followers after Savannah signed because she's a, a big deal. It, it course, a Mexican international, senior international. Uh, we'll get her on the pod at some point because we want to get all those Mexican listeners on the show. Want to be international, don't we? We're currently um, locally, we're good. Um, we want to get worldwide. Um, but no, that was um, as I said. The big word coming out of that is just so pride, proud. Many other words we can say. We, everyone enjoyed their day. And, um, of course, now all focus is on the league. Um, let's jump right into then. Quiz time. It is Blue versus Big Z. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Blue, oh, last week, Jack beat me. He beat yeah. me on the final question. I'm so sad. Um, but well done, Jack. Jack did right. You did all right. I was proud, though, with the question on the, the Man City game. I, you know, I know it's a bad question. It's very good. It's very yeah. good. I was impressed by that too. Very right impressed. But um, so yeah, we have four questions and a tiebreaker. Um, the first two questions, oh, the first three questions actually is on you, Big Z. So um, no pressure, no pressure at all. Um, now you scored your first town goal against Norwich. Now who set you up for that goal? Was it Peskett, Blue, or Paige Wakefield? So Blue, did you set you up for that? Now this goal, um, Big Z, was an interesting goal, wasn't it? Because you sort of fell on the ball, but you composed yourself well, and that was a great finish. I've been watching it back this morning. I was like, that's oh, great I know the I know the answer. I can mm. remember that goal. I just need time to play it back in my head. Because I remember you stepping on the ball. Yeah. It was a night game, wasn't it? Was it a night game? Yeah. yeah. It was a record crowd, weren't it? Before yeah. we've broken it already twice this season. <laughs> Standard. 
Peskett Blue or Peskett yourself or Page Did you did you set her up or was it Peskett or was it Page Wakefield? I think I did set up a goal in that game. I can't remember if it was Biggs. I think it's either me or Peskett. So I'll back myself, I'll go me. You did all right there. You did back yourself right because it was yourself. Um, and I'm sure Big Z was going to... Uh, you should know that because that was your yeah, first girl. Like, that was a good team, just like, it wasn't like a slide. It was like a volley over, I think it was. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. I can't remember it now. Yeah. Okay. Good goal. Cause I think that was the fourth goal on night because you got yes, fouled for the penalty, um, Big yeah. Z. And then, of course, Paige Beaks, you scored it. And then that was the fourth goal. And uh, yeah. 4-1 okay. win. Great win. Okay, second question is on Big Z again. Now, who set Big Z up for her hat-trick? So, her third goal. Was it Tash, Peskett or Laffey? Three. Three of the great goals. All three of them were pretty good. Um, but Tash, Peskett or Laffey? Oh, Ross. Oh, I'll test you now. I'll test you now. I remember the first goal because I set it up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be too yeah, it'd be too easy if I did that question again. Who 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 said nice, that would have been, been nice? My ego. Yeah, true. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get into um question time and bigs later talk about the hat trick as a whole anyway, and we'll talk about you know your, the first goal and blues amazing assist. Mm -hmm. But um yeah. Um right. I'll go first then because I know it's about you, Biggs. Um I think it was Oh, I'm going to go Tash. Yeah, Tash. I'm just trying to think what guy it was. Because <laughs> I know one of them for sure. I know I can see that goal like vividly in my head. I think I want to say Tash as well. It was Tash. Yes. Because I remember Peskett's one, the header, yeah. remember that, yeah. the cross from her, I remember that, but I can't remember the third one. Yeah, I think it was um oh, actually I can't remember either. <laughs> even though I watched it back this morning, but I can't remember. It was a good goal. It was a good goal and got the got the free. Got the free. There we go. Um so there you go. It's two two. So this is oh, this is going to be interesting. We may have to, yeah, go to the tiebreaker here. Um so question three, who set you up, Big Z, for your goal against Plymouth? Was it Kyra, Laffey, or O'Brien? I can't actually remember this goal. I didn't actually watch the goals back for this game, but I just looked up on who set you up anyway. I've got I've got a one in three chance here. Yeah. Um, this is going to test big. Yeah, it was it was last year, many many months ago, and um, it was there was five goals in this game. So yeah. God. Lucy O'Brien scored a penalty that game, didn't she? Yeah, she got fouled, didn't she, for both yeah. penalties. Pay Paige scored the first one, and then yeah, she scored the second one. Yeah. Um, um, okay, I'll go first because I feel like I'll be influenced otherwise. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go laugh. Okay, I'm Dan O'Brien. I think you're uh, you're both wrong. It's Kyra. <laughs> it was between her and O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. Good on Kyra. Yeah. Go on, Kyra. Good, good assist, good assist. There we go. So, 2-2, two, two, going to the final question. And um, now it's actually not on you, Big Z, so don't worry. No pressure now. Um, so, you've got to just test your general knowledge. Um, but who did Tash replace to come off the bench to score against Plymouth? Was it Brazera Carrera, Barrett or EK? 
Interesting question, I thought. Sub question. Oh, um, hmm. I need. I did a trick question. I was going to put. Um, I think Eva came on, or someone came on. A defender came on, and that could have been an interesting one. Did you come on for a sub, or you know? Yeah, I'm going to go for a zero. I'm going to go King. One of you is right, and that person is. Sorry, Big C. It is blue. Is <laughs> right. It was Brazero Carrera. I didn't think Brazero came off first. Oh, oh my god! Because I remember, I remember Joe speaking to me uh, before the game, a few days before the game. He was like, "I'm going to start Brazero." So I was like, "Oh, I'll just go for Brazero because I, I knew that she'd started." So you know what? I'll take that another win. I'm going to roll us. We do um we do have a tiebreaker um and depends if you want to gamble or not but Bigsy has to get it bang on to 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 win. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. We'll do it anyway. Um, it was uh, Eva's birthday on the weekend. Happy birthday, late belated birthday to her. But um, how many appearances has she made for town? Now this is <laughs> the trick. I looked this the other day. Oh, I this the other day. Ooh. Of course, um, I think she's the third most appearance maker. Of course, of course, what Lindsay, Tash, and of course Eva. Um, I'm trying to think when she made her debut. It was my number. Ooh. Ooh. Am I guessing as well? You can guess if you want, Blue. If you get it bang on, you get double the points. But if Bigsy gets it bang on, she she wins. She takes your crown for this week. This actually could be embarrassing. I'm not, I don't have a clue actually. Um, I'm actually going to double check quickly just in case. <laughs> yeah, because I knew that I saw Paige had like 15 appearances and I was looking at everyone's like, appearances and I saw Eva's. Mm. You're doing your prep. Um, I'm going to go 78. Okay. I think my number is 97. 97? That's what I remember seeing on the screen. 97. He, he was playing a lot of games, but not that many games. 77. 72. I was worried I was going to lose the, lose the win. Yeah, I thought so. I thought she felt really confident. Fake was... confidence, you know, shake you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, all the mind games. Yeah, yeah, nice bigs. <laughs> but but there we go. So Blue, you you have one. Congratulations. Um, big Z, good effort. Um, tried. You tried. You did it right. I, I was proud of you for the first few questions on I thought, yourself. I thought the seven. You know, seventy-two, ninety-seven. But yeah, it's close. So Lee, yeah. it's easy to <laughs> Yeah. Well, to be fair, the question I was thinking about another tiebreaker is how many goals have you scored um, in 49 games? We could do this as just a bonus question. But how many goals do you reckon you've scored? I think it's 16. Yeah. It is 16. So thankfully we didn't do that question because then she <laughs> could have stolen it there if they're blue. Um, but good knowledge, good knowledge. Um, now, it is question time now, you big C, to talk about your career as a whole so far. And I always like to start off with the start to life for Bigsy, um, for you to getting into football. I know your family are football mad. Your dad, your mum, your sister, 
all your family, they, they come to a lot of the games. Mm. Um, so is it, was it your dad or who, who sort of got you into football first of all? So it was actually one of my cousins. So he was, he loved football. He supported Chelsea. And I was like, I just want to be like you. So I started playing football, started supporting Chelsea and just basically done everything that he did. And then it just kind of, obviously I found football for him and it just kind of stemmed from there and it just, you know, carried on and went to team to team to team. Yeah, and um, have you were you always a striker or like anybody you just play all positions and you didn't go, I like scoring goals, I want to play up front? I was always a striker, but I did do my stint between the six and goal. It didn't last very long because I let three goals in and then I cried and quit. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm not going back for that. That's it's too much pressure. And it was in a cup final and we were mm. nil nil at half time and I went in goal and we lost three nil. But we won't talk about that. And then, yeah, I gave that up and went back to being nine, number nine. Yeah, you got to give praise to goalkeepers sometimes. You know, yeah. that is a, a, a big position. Uh, Sarah, you know, she did that once again going to praise her as always because she's made some amazing save on Sunday. But yeah, um, I think you've made the right decision playing up front and, and you've scored a good amount of goals. Um, Blue, the, the standard question for me is always asking um, the guest is how did you meet Big C and um, what was your first impressions of her when you, you first met her and being teammates? I think I first met Big C at Essex RTC. I think that's when we first met. Mm. Um, I can't remember what my first impression was of you. Um, I think just direct forward. Absolute hell of a shot. Like you do not want to get in the way of that shot. I think we used to we used to smash balls at the at the garrison where we used to train. We used to smash balls into the net and shoot. Uh, as you were retrieving your ball, you did not want Biggs to be shooting. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably my first memory um, at Essex. And then, obviously, like quite a few of the players, we've followed through to Ipswich. And now quite a big core of the squad is is from Essex, um, which is quite nice because you've seen the growth sort of from under-16s and even younger um, all the way through to senior football, which I think is good. Yeah, I, I always see that on on you know pitch side, just after games, like just the, the togetherness. I know you've been teammates for a long while now at the club, but also at Essex RTC. Is that a big thing for you, Manny? You know, Peskett and there's many other players I can name. Um, of course, Joe as well. You know, what what's your your thoughts on Joe? I know he'll be listening, but um, how, how has he evolved as a coach? I'm sure he's he's progressed. He's learned many new things because he's he's well, he's got more experience now in the game. Yeah, I think it's definitely helpful that he knows so many of us for a number of years now I'm not too sure how many but it definitely helps when coming to know how to like deal with different players it's like he knows like to do a test differently than he would to me or like anyone that he's known you know some people need like a firm you know come on do it or some people need like a little arm on the shoulder so it's helpful that he's known us and it definitely shows when we're like a training and stuff, it's very like you know, like friendly, like friend, like friends kind of thing because you know, you've known us for so long. Yeah, I can see that every time he does that games just in training, you know, he knows that he's got that relationship where he can have a little bit of banter here and there, but also show a bit of professionalism. Well, he is a professional man, but um, just he knows where he draw the line and just sort of get on with the job. Um, and it's just great. and. Is that helped you as well when you when you first came in, like all the other players just knowing each other and 
I think that's maybe why we kicked on so quickly because everyone sort of knew each other and everything. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, there was quite a few of us. So it was me, Kyra, not Kyra, because she was from Norwich. So me, Tess, Bob, Abby Jackson. I don't want to forget anyone here. Um, I'm going to go that to it. I can't remember. Sorry if I offend anyone. But, you know, that was kind of like a core, you know, group of us. So it's very helpful going in, knowing that you have got friends already and you do know the coach. If you're going into a new team when it was like a big step from under 16s to under 21s i felt like a little baby like a fetus going into that <laughs> thing there was like people at uni and i'm like fresh out of secondary school so it was good to know that there was people who i knew and who i've known for years now in the same position as me going in together yeah and um we're gonna bring up like of course, when you, we'll we'll get into the the hatcher against Huddersfield. Of course, the, the the phrase for you was the baby assassin. Um, that was the, the I saw a headline. I remember just doing some research on you again, and uh, that was the headline, baby assassin. Um, but before we get into that game, I just want to sort you know join the club and you know your first goal for the club. We mentioned already on the quiz with the goal against Norwich. Um, that was a great goal. Um, what's your memories from that goal? It all happened very quickly. Um, but I just kind of remember like running onto the ball, treading on it. And I think it might have been like a bit of frustration, the shot. Yeah, it was. It 100% was, I remember. What, what have I just done? Like, I've trod on the ball. What am I doing? So I just thought, oh, I'm just going to hit it. Just get all anger out. And it just kind of flew in. And I was like, didn't really know what to do myself. So I just kind of like cheered. And like everyone came running over. Yeah. Because that was, that was a great occasion, weren't it, Blue? You know, we, we scored four goals. Paige Pete scored an absolute world of a free kick. Um, Big Z, of course, got fouled for the penalty as well. I'm trying to think who else scored in that game. Was it was it Amanda or was it Peskett? I'm, sorry, I'm trying to think yeah, who else scored in that game. Yeah. One of those. One of those. Um, but yeah, that was a great occasion. That was the first sort of big occasion for you as players, but also as the club, you know, a record crowd beating the, the rivals of Norwich. Um and that was just an, a sort of statement to the league as well, weren't it? Saying these young kids, they've got something here. Yeah, definitely. I think it's probably up there with one of my favourite games that I've I've been part of, um, whether on the pitch or off the pitch. Just night game, um, big occasion, lots of fans, and the fans were rowdy as well. Um, they were loud that evening, um, which which sort of really helped the atmosphere. But yeah, all in all, great experience and. Definitely a key key part of our journey, which isn't finished yet. Four to one. No, it's just started. It's just started. Um, and May, let's get right into it then. Let's not bit around the bush. We're going to talk about the hat trick, as everyone will do when they speak to you. Um, of course, you scored a few goals in the FA Cup before this. Um, and of course, you were the record scorer in the competition for for a while. Um, I think some people forget about it a little bit. It's like, well, she's scored was it five goals, six goals, something like that. Um all together. Um, but let's talk about the hat-trick then. Three really good goals. The first goal, what a finish. Cool as you like. Great assist from Blue. Um, great celebration, by the way. Um, I remember w- watching the game back, actually, and seeing Anna just knee-sliding right to you and uh, the bundle and everything. Uh, what's your memories of the first goal and just playing in a stadium as well, Football League Stadium? It was just like, like sheer, like, I don't really know what the word is because it happened early on. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it wasn't expecting to score that early, so it's just like, oh my god, like we've scored, like what the hell is going on? 
So that, that's why we all bundled because it was like what four minutes in, I want to say. Yeah. And I remember, I, I remember memory of you was saying, "Don't bundle because I can't get any pictures." <laughs> yeah. So, and now, and then after we bundled, I was like, "Poor Ross, like he's not going to like he's going to be hating us right now because we've just done the one thing that he didn't want us to do." But no, it was just very like a very oh my god moment, and that's the best way to describe it. To be fair, um, looking back at those pictures is actually that was actually a good picture because yeah. you had just it was just the togetherness as well. I know sometimes I don't like yeah heads everywhere. I think there's one like Lucy Egan's like on top there and she's like you know, um, yeah. but I'm like I really want to get the goal scorer, but you're like bottom. Um, but <laughs> we still got the, the you know the the free celebration. Yeah. Um, I think that's up there with one of the best sort of celebrations I've seen just for the the occasion. Oh, it was a great photo, I thought, Ross. Yeah. In a way, I wish it was in the blue shirt. Yeah, I agree with that. I did not like that that burgundy shirt. That's one of my hate. I hate that shirt. Yeah, I think it's it's very... A lot of people on the fence for that one. They don't mind it because it's something different, but also, I don't know, for for us, as a memory look back on, it's like the only sort of downfall that is, that's that kit, but it it is what it is. But no, that was a a great sort of start to that game. Um, Scoring early on, great finish, great goal. Then the second goal... What a header. Great ball from Peskit. Um, then the hat-trick comes. Um, and this is a first-half hat-trick, by the way. If you're listening and you haven't, you don't know about the story, where have you been? Um, but you've spoken about this so many times, different journalists, different people. But um, what? how do you look back at that? It's two years ago now, scoring a hat-trick at 16 years of age as well. It, it's quite a, a staple moment in my like, career at Ipswich so far. Um, it kind of set me off. It's the start of something that I, I think I, I started to see. So it started, it set me off on a good little trial, you know, well, you know the word I'm trying to think of. So it was good to obviously get the hat-trick and get the win. But it's something that I, I will remember for quite a while now, I think. Because if people keep talking to me about it, so I definitely won't forget it anytime soon. And obviously, because you scored that hat trick, a lot of media attention came came of it because we drew Man City as well, and it was there was a lot of media attention. How did you find that at that age compared to how you sort of find media now? I know this this podcast is slightly different because it's slightly more informal, um, but you have had the best response to one of our someone to be on it. Um, so you texted me back, I would love to be. I was like, oh, finally, someone's showing this to I would love to be. I was like, yes, yes, Maddie, come on our podcast. How, how would you, how, have you found that easier now? Um, and what was it like at the time? Did it affect you much on the pitch? It's definitely gotten easier over the last two years. Because obviously, what was Hard House Hall was January, I want to say. Yeah. So I think we've been at Ipswich for four months. And... I will admit I was not a fan of the media. That week, I did have slight dreads because <laughs> I did not like the media at all. Because it's just, it was very daunting having like the cameras, the lights, and like someone asking me questions. It's like, oh god, I can't do this. I can't. Do, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I like fumble my words, and then just as the week got on, you do you do kind of get the same questions. So I, it did get a lot easier as the week went on. But when it did finish, I was very glad that I didn't have to do that again. <laughs> but I did not like it at all. 
And I think yeah. Kieran knew that I didn't like it as well. He <laughs> could tell that I wasn't a fan. Well, that's, that's the one big thing about it. You know, you're 16 years of age. You had to sort well, you had to grow up a little bit at that stage because you know you've got to now speak to all these media outlets. Um, and sadly, that is what comes with scoring a hat trick as a young young player. I think just any any moment like that, it, it comes with that territory of like, yeah, let's give me media speaking. Um, but I think you did really well to compose. I think all the players did well, you know, that all that media coverage. Um and you were able everyone just to kick on because we still had you know games to play, didn't we? We still had like league games to play and all that. Um, but you know you were, you were able to kick on. You got called up to for England. What was that like? Just getting that recognition. No, it's really nice to be you know recognised by England. Um, it's obviously an honour to you know go on training camps or whatnot. So it was nice to see that they were watching, you know, taking notes. Yeah, and of course, we've always had healthy competition with strikers. Um, you know, Tash um, is record goal scorer for the club. What, what's it like playing alongside her and sort of battling out as that number nine? No, it's really healthy competition. Like, there's no, like, bitterness or anything. I don't think neither of us could be bitter. Like, when I first, like, I remember first seeing Tash. She was playing, it, it was playing Arsenal in the, like, WSL or Academy Cup. And she came along, she's got tattoos and we were like who the hell is that oh my god she looks so scary and then we actually met her and we were like oh my god like she's not how we like imagined she's so sweet and just like I don't really know how to explain it but she's just really sweet and not not scary at all so it's nice like I when we play with each other so there's like two strikers it's nice because she's tall and I'm short so she can you know jump up and get all the headers that I can't reach yeah, I think that's um, a good balance that we've had. And I know, you know, when you're breaking through, of course, Tash has always been the leading striker, but I think she's probably enjoyed this healthy competition. Definitely this year, you know, Barrett, you know, she's been unbelievable. Um, yeah. And, you know, now we've got other players breaking through, you know, Sarah, Sarah Carrera, I know she's more of uh, a 10, but um, she's there as well, battling out. Um, but Blue, Biggs is going to make 50 appearances for the club this weekend. Um, it's got it's it's been a whirlwind. Um, is there any other games you can remember that Bigsy really stood out in and um she played in? Of course, this year you have scored a good amount of goals as well. Um, but is there any other games that really she stuck out? I'm trying to think. Oh, you always seem to be good in the FA Cup. I think it may be that hat trick. But um, yeah, for me, it's that FA Cup season where you just did not stop scoring. Um, I think the impact you make is, I know some people call you like a, who said that to me, like a bulldog in terms of like you just run. Um, it's probably Joe. Power, yeah, probably Joe to be fair. Um, and just power through. I know on Sunday against West Ham, there was a few challenges that you put in. You're just not scared, you're not scared to put in some challenges. Whether they're good challenges or bad challenges, they, they have an effect. Um, so yeah, really in the face striker. Uh, I agree that the competition's been healthy this season, but I actually think it's benefited all three strikers. Um, I think all of you have had great seasons so far. Um, so yeah, on to the next six games. Probably the six biggest games of your life, would you say? Probably, yeah. The most important must win. You can't can't lose. So and in terms, yeah, in terms of pressure. Are you feeling the pressure? Like, are you seeing that as, is that in your head? Like, oh my God, these are the six biggest games of my life. Or are you actually looking forward to that? I don't, I don't tend to 
think about it that much. I'm quite like a laid back, chill kind of person. So when it comes to like, oh, we've got the last six games, I'm just kind of thinking like, we just need to win them. Basically, I'm not very like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Or yeah. like, let's just go. I know we can get the win, so let's just go and do it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Instead yeah. of like, you know feeling all the pressure of like the last six ends of the season, must win. It's just very like. Let's just do what we can do. do yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to um, actually ask you, Big Zero, about how you've adapted to tier three football. You know, how has it been for yourself? You, you've scored seven goals this season I mean, all competitions, but how have you adapted playing against maybe tougher defences, maybe, or just different players, different, you know, different teams as well? I think it was, it was tough, but I think we were definitely ready. Obviously, we were stuck in tier four for two seasons. So getting that promotion, I think we were definitely ready to be in tier three. Um, it just comes with a whole lot more experience when you're playing against other teams. So they just know the game better than you, which is out of your control because they've been in it for longer. So it's just finding ways to get around that experience because the experience does, it can be really helpful for the other players. Because obviously we're quite a young team, so we lack that experience. But I think, just like finding ways to play around them and playing our football, and I think we we do quite well. Yeah, and how how would you look back on your first forty nine games for the club? You know, the hat trick will always be the standout. But is there any other moments you look back on and go, I enjoyed that moment? And you know, sixteen goals so far as we we found out that you know. Mm-hmm. I think, like, just even like the games where it's like hard graft. Like, maybe I not, not necessarily haven't scored, but the games that have been that hard graph where you, you come off the pitch and you know that you've actually put a bit of a shift in, those are like, I quite like them games. So, like recently, like, uh, I think, who is it? What was the game where it was really muddy? There's a couple of those <laughs> MK Dons or <laughs> Crawley. Crawley, I think it was Crawley. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I came up and I was like, oh, I'm knackered. I'm so tired. But I was just, it's because like, I knew that I'd like, oh, okay, I'd, I'd put a shift in today. Like, this is, I'm just, this is good. But I kind of like them games where you come off and you know that you've, you know, done a few like tackles and put a good shift in. Yeah, I feel sorry sometimes. I sometimes put a camera in your face and you, you girls are probably thinking, we just played 90 minutes of football, Ross. We're sweaty. Our hair's <laughs> everywhere. I've probably got mud everywhere. And I'm like, you put a camera in my face. You oh, I know. You... pictures of me when Sorry. I'm injured on the floor. There were quite a few back to back where I'm like crying on the floor, and the physio's opening, and I go back on a Monday, Tuesday. Whenever you release them, I'm like, I know because I was on the floor for a period of time. I know you've got a picture. It's just me on the floor, my hands over my face, like crying on the floor. For this one, where I was sitting up. I'm like visibly crying <laughs> all the time. I'm like, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm sorry. I think it's, I'm just capturing the moment. It's it's in the moment. It's um, a memory to look back on and go, oh, yeah. I, I, that was an ouchie. That was, uh, that was one of those. But uh, I'll, I'll try my best to not to put in very bad pictures sometimes. I know there's a few mug shots in there and um, I am trying my best to not put as many bad because I know you said, Blue, you were thankful because I was um, went in train on Thursday, went into the gym and took a few pictures and there was a few of, um, yeah, questionable photos. I think even for you, Biggs, I remember you coming, you were doing the, um, I don't know what yeah. thing is, what, what's it called? 
what, what's that exercise pull up pull up thing and i know your face is like ah. so yeah i try my best to keep on a lot of your good books because i know if i put a bad picture in then uh you're not gonna be happy um but no bigsy it, it's been a pleasure to talk about question time with you um blue any other questions i mean notes for, for bigsy before we get into the plymouth preview no i don't think so um just looking forward to plymouth 50th appearance and of course, Matt, Matt Bigsy, we, 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 a lot of players um, sign pro deals in the summer. What was that like getting told that news and like and all the other teammates of yours, you know, making history as well? It's um, it was nice to know that like my hard work and that it's like been recognised in a way that they are, you know, Joe and Charlie are. Like, oh, she has done well, but she's deserved of this. So it's quite nice to know that. And obviously for the other girls as well, I think they were obviously deserved of it as well. So it's nice to know that they are always they obviously they pay attention, they can't not pay attention, but you know, they're realising, you know, recognising that are oh, they done well. There you go, here's the reward. For sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, hopefully it's many more to come and um more other steps we're gonna make going forward, definitely after um after Sunday. But um it is back to league action and as you said, Blue, six big games to go. Um, first up, Plymouth, and then we've got loads of home games. So no more travelling for a bit until, of course, Pompey at the end of the season. Um, we've already mentioned it. We've we beaten 5-0 at Home Park um, previously in, a couple of months ago. Um, Plymouth, let's quickly let, take a look at the league table. They're currently sitting ninth, um, 19 games played, eight wins, 11 defeats. So they're not, they're not a team that want to draw. Um, but what can you remember from that game, Biggs? I know you scored in that game. What can you remember of Plymouth as a side? Um, I think the first half, we didn't, I don't think we played as, as well as we could, if I remember when it right correctly. I think, yeah, we just didn't hold the ball very well. And then, obviously, second half, and we, you know, got our mojo back a bit and popped some goals in. But I think they were a decent side. They did give us a good, good test. Yeah, and, and Blue, I'm looking at the, the previous results. They beat... Milton Keynes 5-1 at home, 2-1 against Chichester and Selji. Um, they only beat Hounslow 2-0. Um, Kings in the beat 5-0. They lost 3-2 against Gillingham, so a half-fought game against them. Um, in the FA Cup, they got beaten 6-0 by Charlton, um, but that's probably not a bad, bad defeat for them because Charlton are championship side and Plymouth, they're, they're, they're struggling, but they're also probably looking likely that they'll stay up this year, but they're going to have to fight. But um, what can you remember from that game as well? Um, I remember it being, especially in the second half, probably some of the best football we'd played to that point in the season. Um, nice stadium. It was a nice pitch to play on, which probably helped. Um, but yeah, a, a really good weekend in Plymouth. Um, like it as a city, actually. Plymouth's a nice place. I was So remember, far, though. So yeah, far. So, that, was the, that was the only con. Me and Paige were talking about it. And we were like, you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind living in Plymouth. We have a look at house prices, flat prices, etc. But then we were like, we, we concluded that it's so far away from everything else. Mm. I think we never going to stop. Yeah. So that was the conclusion. I'm probably not going to live in Plymouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in, in terms of their team, um, I think they're probably on their best run of the season. Uh, they're in form. Um, so it is a danger. Uh, they've had some good results previously. I think they've won their last four, uh, four league games, like you said. So, yeah, something to be wary of. But, again, we it's a must-win game. Uh, we've got to find a way, whether that's outplaying them or whether it's going to be a tight game. I'm not sure, but we're going to have to find a way to, to win the game. 
Yeah, of course. Um, they've got to do the long trip now. You know, we've done yeah. the long trip. Now they've got to do it. Um, and they'll then realise, God, it was just so far. Or Felix, they got to do that extra there, that extra twenty minutes. Um, but Bigsy, this game will be different to the West Ham game. It won't be as challenging. It will still be a test. Um, hopefully the attendance will be big again. Um, how are you feeling going into this game, knowing that this could be your fiftieth appearance? Um, I think we're all confident. Obviously, coming back from West Ham, that was a real. I think that even gave us a little bit of that gave us confidence because we've held a top top team to a one nil defeat, and we defended really well. Obviously, we would we would have liked to keep possession of the ball, but it was obviously difficult for us against a team like West Ham. So I think going into Sunday, we'll be confident that you know we can put in a good performance put the buzz off of West Ham still with us a little bit. So I think it will I think it will be a good game on Sunday. I think we'll think we'll do well hopefully, fingers crossed. Definitely. And Blue, um how are you feeling going to this one then? Um as I said the crowd may be a bit lower than it was two thousand. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was set out two thousand again, but I'm sure hopefully that will give well we never know. Um <laughs> but hopefully um a few people will come back and go, yeah I want to go and watch again. Um and now we've got four home games in a row. Why not come and watch? Yeah, it's almost perfect planning. Um, the fact that we've had this big West Ham game and to get lots of people in and then hopefully a proportion of those will be like, yeah, you know what? We'll come next Sunday and see what they're about in the league. And I mean, we've got six games left. Six. I couldn't be more excited. The league is so tight. It's ridiculous. So I, I, if I'm if I'm a fan potentially looking to come along, you, you've got the right time. You jump in right at the exciting part. Um, so I really hope there are more fans um, and I hope people continue to spread the word. And in terms of coverage, we've, we've, we've hit that quite hard. Um, so, yeah, let's hope so. But I think most importantly, we'll focus on the win. Um, and it'll be a bonus if there's lots of people there to watch us. Indeed, because, yeah, after the Plymouth game, it's Southampton part four. Um, so that's going to be ooh, that's going to be a big game. Of course, next week we'll preview that, and um, of course, now I've never guest on, but it's been a pleasure, Big Seed, having you on the podcast, Blue. I'll let you outro as ever. Um, take it away. Firstly, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the pod. Um, thanks, Maddie, for joining us. Um, I hope it hasn't been too scary like normal media. Lovely. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, just a last note from me. Um, on Twitter, there is currently a competition for Photographer of the Year awards, oh. and Ross, Ross Media UK, of course, has been nominated, rightly oh, so. Yeah. So, if if possible, could you take one minute out of your day and please vote for Ross if you haven't already? Um, it's on the on her side website. They're on Twitter, so the link will be on there. But on her side, I'm going to get Ross to put the link um, for when this pod goes out. Um, but yeah, please vote. Um, so Ross gets the recognition he deserves because he works wonders. So yeah, once again, thanks. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for hosting Ross and thanks for joining me, Maddie. We'll see you next week. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash
Archon head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.